What's going on, everyone? This is Daniel Safer, and you're listening to Fitness Frameworks. These last couple of years, my health and fitness have been a big part of my life. I've spent tons of time testing, failing, learning, and iterating on my nutrition and exercise plan with the help of mentors. The real question has been, as a busy professional, how can I develop a sustainable fitness lifestyle where I prioritize my health, but I do not let it consume my life? This podcast is here to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I keep learning to apply and share fitness frameworks that help me achieve my health goals. My name is Daniel Seifert, and welcome to Fitness Frameworks. Now, I just want to start off in a very raw and authentic way with you guys, and uh, I'm, I'm going to swear for the very first time, so uh, here comes, okay, brace for impact, diet. That was crazy, man. That was nuts. Oh, man, my adrenaline is pumping. But I really want to welcome you to Fitness Frameworks. This is the very first episode, and it has been a long time in the making. It's it's an idea that I've always had, and I'm finally doing it, and I'm really excited to be doing it. A lot of people get emotionally charged when it comes to the topic of diets and exercise or fitness in general. They buy into whatever the media spits out that eating specific foods or doing certain workouts is the only way to be able to achieve the health and physique results you want and that if it isn't working for you, you're doing it wrong. I hate this type of generalization and shortcut type stuff. I think it's a dumb way of thinking about fitness and it's not what this podcast is about. The whole reason you should listen to this podcast is because I have been there. I've been in the front lines trying, failing, learning, Iterating and developing what I call a sustainable fitness lifestyle. Something that is tailored for me. And I want to share what I've learned with you. What's funny is, like myself, when people first start on their health journey, just like anything new to them, they aren't well informed and need to learn some of the fundamentals first. So they depend heavily on mainstream ambiguous tactics on losing weight or even gaining muscle. And what's bad about these tactics is they completely disregard the individuality of a person and treat it as if everyone could fit into this cookie cutter program that should be getting you the results you want. And we're not about that. It's funny. I remember growing up in my household, our nutrition and health education came from the mainstream narrative. If you wanted to lose weight, just make sure you cut out the sugars, don't eat the breads, don't eat the carbs. If you want to get fit, you got to be in the gym six to seven times a week. If you want to buy healthy food, make sure it has lean or light or some sort of variation of the word diet on it. And that's how you know it's healthy. And because I believed a lot of these false narratives, I was the fat kid growing up. I remember remember being so self-conscious about that ever since first or second grade. Like, I know I shouldn't have, but I already cared about what my body looked like and what diet I had to get on which is why I probably paid so much attention to all these false narratives and it didn't really help that I felt powerless because I would start to default to all these ambiguous tactics I'd heard about and wouldn't see any fat loss results for example in high school I was doing so much exercise because that's what I believed that if you do exercise you can lose all this fat I was part of the cross-country team I was part of the swim team And yet, because my nutrition was so bad, I just wasn't losing any fat. Things just weren't clicking. Then, I just remember one day in health class, Coach Elliot, he said, If I were to write a diet book, it would be only three sentences. One, if you want to lose weight, 
consume less calories than what you burn. Two, if you want to maintain weight, consume around the same amount of calories that you burn. And three, if you want to gain weight, consume more calories than what you burn. At this moment, I just saw the clouds open up, angels start to sing, and I was like, whoa, this calorie thing is literally the holy grail that I have to learn about. And fortunately for me, the next chapter was all about what a calorie was. But more importantly, after teaching that chapter, Coach Elliot probably assigned what is the most important piece of homework I ever had. For two weeks, we had to keep a food log and write down everything we ate. This homework assignment literally opened up my mind to the garbage I was putting in my body. I swear I wrote chicken nuggets four to five times during that two-week period because that I, I just loved chicken nuggets. But this idea allowed me to create my first diet ever. In fact, I realized that it was after school that I was eating the most amount of junk and garbage. So what I did is I left my breakfast and lunch the same, but after school, I would limit myself to two bowls of multigrain Cheerios <laughs> because obviously Cheerios are great for your cholesterol. <laughs> And it's crazy because this actually worked. I started to slim down on on my cereal diet. And it's funny because this, this is actually when I got my first compliment ever from my aunt. I remember it in details. She's all, hey, you're looking really slimmer. What are you doing? <laughs> and I couldn't stop smiling. Um, it was It was like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> Although I did enjoy the cereal diet, It could only take me so far, but it did spike that curiosity to go try to figure out my own way rather than just taking on the mainstream narrative. So I became my own guinea pig. I went online to Google and YouTube and I started to try out a bunch of diets, low carb, low fat, fasting, water notes, you name it. I probably already tried it, but unfortunately It was just yo-yo cycling. Some of these diets were sustainable, but I saw my performance in the gym decrease. Some of these diets I would burn out within the next six weeks. On some, I actually saw some results, but then within the next couple weeks, I just went back to where I was. And I was in this phase of just yo-yo cycling through all these diets. There was a common trend. I was actually going up in weight over a period of time. In fact, I feel like this is a common fallacy because during this whole, like this was, we're talking about years of just yo-yo dieting. I felt like I was trying to eat better. I was trying to eat healthy. So I'm doing good, but I was actually just gaining more fat on my body. And I, I remember one day just walking around the house and my dad just casually asks, Hey, how much are you weighing? Because during this time I was actually in this quote unquote bulking. I <laughs> I was a little boastful. I was like, "Oh man, he's noticing my gains." So so I said, "Oh, I'm uh, I'm weighing 223 pounds. Just weighed in this morning." And he gives a little pause and says, "Hmm." Now, side tangent. You know you're about to get some advice that might just totally wreck your reality when someone starts off like that. So anyways, he goes, "Hmm." That's around how much I weighed when I was your age. And that's the lightest weight I ever remember being. Oof. 
for those of you trying to piece this together, here's the part I left out. My my dad is actually obese. And what he flat out had just told me was whatever quote unquote healthy track I thought I was doing, all these yo-yo diets, all these, you know, experiments I was running to try to lose fat, it was all complete bullshit because the reality was I was heading towards obesity. And I look back at this day grateful that my dad just shot it straight with me. This was honestly a turning point for me. This was when I realized what was truly at risk. Through my experience growing up, I saw the emotional and physical cost of living an unhealthy lifestyle. And it wasn't the type of future that I wanted to have for myself or for my future family. It no longer was just about having this lean physique or getting rid of my man boobs that I had since I was a little kid. It became about giving my future self the best chances to have an enjoyable and fruitful life. It became about raising and educating my future family in a way that they wouldn't have to deal with the challenges and struggles of living an unhealthy lifestyle. It became about sustainability and longevity. I had to start playing the long game and it was and still is the literal fight for my life. After this, I decided I had to get really serious about my my weight loss. And I already had a good amount of experience from all the testing and trial and error that I had been doing. And what had worked best for me was tracking calories. So I defaulted to that. It wasn't about being super accurate. It was more about making it an ingrained habit into my lifestyle. And it was great because tracking calories actually started to give me consistent results. Little by little, my weight started to go down. But as it was going down, I came across a lot of plateaus and mental barriers that I just had to iterate my diet on. I would change something up or tweak it. That would allow me to keep on losing weight. That is until I hit around 200 pounds. For some reason, 200 pounds was just a huge mental barrier for me. In fact, it was kind of like an anchor. Anytime I was starting to have success and lose weight and go below 200 pounds, I would just have one bad diet day and it would somehow lead me to rationalizing, binging for the next two weeks and gaining all that weight back. But it was odd because if I started to go above 200 pounds, I would just kind of rationalize that I just had to lose weight. The analogy I like to think about and compare it to is that of a thermostat inside of a house. Whenever you set the thermostat, to a certain temperature, the heater will do what it can to keep the house at that temperature. If the house starts to get too cold, then the heater will turn on. Once it has passed that temperature and it starts to get too hot, then the heater will turn off. And it kind of acts like this balancing scale, just trying to leave it at the right temperature. That's how 200 pounds was for me. That's why I called it my anchor. Whenever I would start to get too heavy, I would just naturally feel like I could lose some weight and I would go back to around 200 pounds. Whenever I just started dropping too much weight, I I just rationalized or made some excuse to, to binge eat and go back up to 200 pounds. This thermostat number for me was 200 pounds. And I just couldn't get away from that. I, I remember feeling infuriated. I would throw away months of progress in just a couple of weeks because I would go on these binge cycles. And it really bothered me because it felt like it was some sort of autopilot program inside me. I had no control. 
I know this is an irrational thought, but I was starting to think that maybe there's just no way I was ever going to get past these 200 pounds. I was honestly starting to think that maybe I was just going to be obese. Fortunately, I came across some insight that gave me hope. Being big into the personal development space, I was reading a book called Psycho-Cybernetics. In fact, I was specifically reading that thermostat analogy that I talked about inside that book. That's when it hit me. That's when I realized that I was stuck where I am because of my self-identity. I realized that the weight loss journey is more than just numbers, data, calories, weight loss, fat percentage, exercise, nutrition. Although it does incorporate a lot of that, a big component that not many people talk about is the challenge to your identity. The mindset you have to take on to be able to change the person that you are. In fact, I realized I had deeply rooted false beliefs that were anchoring me to my 200-pound mental barrier. I realized I was my greatest obstacle. Upon realizing this, I knew that this was something I could no longer take on by myself because it's so hard to be objective about yourself. Along with that, I realized that I had to take on and adopt these new mental models and these new mindsets that I probably just wasn't aware of. So I took the leap of faith and I, I remember looking back, this was so scary for me, but it was one of the best decisions I ever made. I decided to invest in myself and hire my first fitness coach. I went in open-minded and ready to learn. For the first time ever, I was able to reflect on my own journey and realize why I kept sabotaging myself, why I was going through all these yo-yo diets, why I wasn't getting the consistent results I wanted, why I would go through these downward spirals of unhealthy choices after breaking from the diet plan. And all these issues stemmed from one mindset problem that I had, the all or nothing mentality. It's a very unsustainable mindset to have. It is the idea that everything has to go perfectly right or why bother at all. So when I proposed my diet and I'm hitting the macros that I'm supposed to, if there was a single day where I would mess it up, I would just throw my hands up, say screw it, and I would just binge until next Monday when I could start again and try to get the perfect diet. The reason this mindset was holding me back was because I didn't allow myself to be a human. I thought I had to be perfect. I didn't allow myself to work on just being consistent over a long period of time. And upon realizing that through the help of my coach who pointed that out, just being consistent was the way to overcome this. Realizing that it's not black and white, that there's a lot of shade of gray in between, that life is going to hit you sometimes and you're just not going to be able to hit the perfect macros on particular days. Upon realizing that, I just focused on being consistent. And when I focused on being consistent, I would have the days that maybe things didn't go right. But rather than pushing it off a week or two weeks to get back in the diet, I just tried to get back on the diet my very next meal. It was about developing the resiliency. But my challenge was in reprogramming my mindset. Because it's not something, it's, it's a habit that I had for years it's not something that you could just change with the snap of your fingers. But I was able to overcome this by focusing on consistency. 
because when I was trying to be consistent, as I mentioned before, it provided some sort of resiliency. If I messed up, right away, I just try to get back on the horse and continue. And this was sustainable. Over a longer period of time, I was able to lose weight. Now, at the end of this program that was about 12 weeks long, I was about seven to eight pounds less. So now instead of weighing in at around 200, I had finally broken that mental barrier and I was around like 192 and 193. And this was a total win for me. I I had a new anchor point. <laughs> I was that much closer to getting to that physique that I always wanted. I realized that I finally started to play the long-term game and that I'm going to win. I'm going to come out on top. This is what this podcast is about. I've tried and failed and learned so many things through my trial and errors. I'm in no way a guru, but just a regular person on my own fitness journey. But I want to share frameworks, ideas, things that have worked and have not worked for me. My hope is that by presenting this information to you, you might get that idea or insight that allows you to have success on your fitness journey. Anyways, I'm excited for this podcast. I'm excited that you're here and I'm excited that we're going on this journey together. Also, I have a Facebook group where I'm documenting, sharing and showing my personal journey. If you're interested in learning more, just head over to myfitnesslifestyle.live and we'll forward you to the Facebook group. Please remember to subscribe and I'll see you over at myfitnesslifestyle.live. See you guys later. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening please remember to subscribe and leave feedback. Would you like to learn how to actually make long-lasting health and fitness habits? If so, go join my Facebook group where I'll be fully transparent documenting my journey to developing my own sustainable fitness lifestyle. Just head over to myfitnesslifestyle.live and ask to join the group. I'll see you there.